Hello and welcome back to Tomorrow Gazing, or how I ripped off Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, the world's number one video podcast that <laughs> focuses solely on this comic book series I wrote as a 14 year old about how great it would be if me and my life partner here, MC, Hi. if he and I were supernatural crime fighting ninjas who fought zombies and vampires and drunk ghosts in toilets and all <laughs> sorts of things like that. Uh, and it's really bad and terrible. And we read through it and uh, laugh at all my bad spelling and grammar. That is a very that's a, a very good summary. Thank you, thank you. We'll try and stick to that in future episodes. <laughs> um, so this is uh, Family Part 4. It's become a bit of a saga, this, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. When we left it off, uh, Chip's uh, long-thought dead brother, Scott, had returned... And kind of turned out it was a vampire. Um, it's really obvious everyone kind of knew even Chip, and that was just how, how it said. But most importantly, we also discovered that Louise likes low-fat butter on bread. That's true. Jay listens to heavy metal music when he's asleep, mm-hmm. and MC uh, has a large rock collection. I believe that was also in the last episode. They were also running low on sugar, which is pretty oh important. I've been like all week. I've been desperate to find out if they've replenished their sugar supplies or just what the hell is going on. I just hope to God we find out in this episode. Let's just get straight into it. I don't want to wait anymore. Let's get on with it. It's family, part four. The bar was now beginning to empty, leaving Chip and Scott at the bar, and a drunk laid across one of the tables, along with about 19 empty Cuban glasses in front of him. Probably Uh, Shindo Khan, right? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) Also, Cubans were a thing with us in our teens. I'm guessing this is a reference to our our friend James, who drank a lot of Cubans. He drank a lot of Cubans. Yeah. Aw. They'd been talking about old times all night, and the subject of the here and now never arose. Where are you staying? Chip hoped Scott had booked into a hotel somewhere as he didn't want to put his friends in danger back at the mansion. But a bunch of strangers is fine. (laughs) (laughs) If Scott just fucking tears out the throats of everyone in a hotel, it's... Just go to that travel lodge, kill Lenny Henry, and uh, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Lenny Henry! (laughs) Is the... Adverts for Travelodge, right? Or was it Premier Inn? One of them. Oh, okay, I think maybe. It's Premier Inn. I, I thought maybe this was a, a plot point from a future episode where <laughs> Scott, Chip hunts down Scott after he kills Lenny Henry. <laughs> he turns Lenny Henry into a vampire and he's like the <gasps> main villain of season two. But oh. I'm going to go back and uh, rewrite this. God, I really want to see a film with Lenny Henry <laughs> as an evil master vampire dude. And it's also a porno. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> he didn't feel up to the job of protecting anyone at the moment. That's what four pints and two shots would do to you. I mean, does that really mean you're just going to let people die? Is it like that's the limit? It's like, I've had, mate, I've had four pints and two shots. You're fucked. You're dead, you, mate. You get breathalyzed before you can kill vampires. If you're over the <laughs> limit, you know, there's a fine. Maybe it wouldn't affect the normal Friday and Saturday night boozers. But it had been four years since Chip was last drunk. Again, again, specific with times and dates. And <laughs> but now I'm curious, what was the when, what was the occasion of the last time Chip was drunk? Like four years ago. What happened four years ago? He was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a four pints and two shots. I, I also wondered if it was the same amount as well. Mm, yeah, that, that, that's all he can have every four years. Chip <laughs> is destined to have four pints and two shots. <laughs> all night he'd been trying to get thoughts of staking his brother out of his head. But Chip could almost feel Scott's eyes of everyone who had been in the bar... Hang on. (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. All night, he'd been trying to get thoughts of staking his brother out of his head, because he's a vampire, 
mm-hmm. but Chip could almost feel Scott's eyes of everyone who had been in the bar earlier, and it creeped him out. Correct, crept him out. Yep. Cool. I'm. I'm just going to assume it's sexual because staking his brother, um, and his eyes on everyone. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just. I just want to go back to the whole. Oh, you're uh, trying to work in some incest, aren't you? Exactly, exactly. It's just your standard thing for everything. <laughs> That's alright, it was good news. Yeah, I'm staying at one of those cheap motel joints in the Red Light District. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why did you come back with me? And we can have a few more drinks. Why did you come back with me? And we can have a few more drinks. Chip took that as, come back to my flea-infested nest and we can drag a few hookers in to eat their throats. Sounds like fun. He wasn't sure how strong a vampire Scott had become, but Chip knew that if his older bro tried to put the bite on him, it wasn't going to be easy to resist. Okay, there might actually be some sort of incest involved. And also they're going to a place in the red light district as well, (laughs) bringing some hookers in. (laughs) To watch. (laughs) That was all fine and dandy. The wooden stake in his inside pocket would take care of that. There was just one problem. Chip wasn't sure he wanted to refuse Scott's inevitable offer of a siren. Is that a wooden stake in your pocket, or are you just pleased to see me? (laughs) Yeah. They left the bar still laughing and joking, giggling and hitting each other with their hands and going blushing like schoolgirls. So, women don't like that? (laughs) Asked MC who had just had his illusions of the female anatomy shattered by Louise. Well, not any women I know, she replied. They both sat in silence and contemplated what had been said. MC spoke first. Right. I'm off to bed to have a good long hard think about that. <laughs> Louise gave him one of her sympathy smiles. Oh, don't, now we're just seeing fucking double entendres everywhere. <laughs> And we're back to this sort of kitchen sink domestic like, <laughs> sitcom we've set up here at the back of the mansion as well. Uh. Jay yawned as he trotted down the stairs. He walked in the kitchen and addressed MC and Louise. Keep the noise down, will you? I'm trying to get some sleep up there. <laughs> Again, more sitcom, like bad sitcom writing, where like obviously he's woken up everyone up with heavy metal, and because they were talking quietly, <laughs> they've woken him up. This is because the only show you used to watch was like Buffy and Angel and Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> it's like you have a still watch. <laughs> Good guy. Emsy reminded himself. No slaughtering. Shino Khan suddenly appeared. Drink. In the way that he does. Are you even referencing it? You've become self-aware of your writing and your stereotypes. That's great. I think it's become a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, this, I told you, this is actually a fucking work of genius and no one just appreciates it. It's very true. It's very true. Whoop-dee-doo. That does not say whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> Read that properly. No. Oh, sorry, you're right. Whoop-ee-doo. <laughs> Said MC, repeating his famous catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking of John McClane now. Whoop-ee-doo, motherfuckers. Uh, Whoop-ee-doo. <laughs> Said MC. It's just like a sleepover now. He looked at his teacher. Surely even evil must respect the fact it's 2.15am. 2.15am. <laughs> so in the half an hour since uh, MC took the, the headphones off 
Jay and turned his music off. They've had time to eat bread with low-fat butter, um, discuss <laughs> Chip's brother. Yeah, women's anatomies. Yeah. Yeah. And for MC, uh, a comedy moment with Jay and Shin O'Khan's appeared. It's been a busy night. Busy night at the mansion. Mm-hmm. Shin O'Khan was in no joking mood. Well, no more than usual. I mean, that could be his hangover. He's a barrow of laughs normally, isn't he? <laughs> I'm afraid Chip is in danger. Oops, 2.16am. He's <laughs> been just watching the clock the whole time. <laughs> Oops, 2.16am. That's past my saving the world time. I'm sure Chip can look after himself. Chindakar and Louise glared at the sleepy ninja, whilst Jay just stood around, still half asleep. MC sighed. I'll get my coat. God, the poor bastard just wants to sleep, and it's like... <laughs> Loud heavy metal music, and then there's low fat butter, and now his friend is in danger. And it's, it must be 2.17 by now, so. <laughs> the roads of Tokyo always seem to be busy, even at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so it only takes 14 minutes for, them to, for him to drive in. Wasn't it like, did we establish early on that it was like a 20 minute drive? I, I guess, though, the traffic is quieter because it's the middle of the night, so there's true, not so much true. congestion. But no, look, the roads of Tokyo always seem to be busy, even at 2.30 a.m. So, But then talking about people rather than traffic, maybe there's less traffic. Mm, but true, just, true. Yeah. I guess maybe they've been living in Tokyo for a little bit, they've worked out a few of the shortcuts, maybe. Oh, that's you know, true, cuts that's their true. time in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people still hurried along the pavements and the roads. Some were just trying to find the nearest bar that was open, and yet others were running away from some act of ultimate evil that pursued them deep <laughs> in the black heart of the night. <laughs> It's about 50-50, you know. <laughs> half people looking for bars, half people running from ulti- acts of ultimate evil and pursuing them deep in the black heart of the night. Come visit Tokyo. <laughs> in perhaps a very rare case, Chip was walking with his undead brother to a place that could mean his death. But he continued to joke and laugh with the Scott. It must have been the alcohol. And a throbbing erection. <laughs> a few minutes later, and they arrived at Scott's lodgings. It was a familiar place to Chip. Himself and MC had cleared out a nest of vampires just a few buildings alone. Alone. A few a few alone buildings <laughs> for the vampires. Looked like some had moved back in. They reached the front door of a small building that had the look of a place that was once a motel of some kind, but surely they didn't charge anyone to stay there now. Chip started laughing. Hey, what's funny? Asked Scott. <laughs> I just figured out who you remind me of. That the stat bloke from that film thing, Queen of the Damned, but a film we probably watched in the day. Have you seen Queen of the Damned? No, but I'm pretty sure the stat is from something else. So is it Interview with a Vampire? Yeah, maybe. Or is it? I, I don't think it's in like actual Dracula, but yeah. I probably like Googled like famous vampire. Right, the stat. Let's put that in. It's from probably. a film. Oh, Queen of the Damned. Okay, great, fine. <laughs> Scott started laughing too. Wasn't he a vampire? Yeah, that's what was funny. He was a big gay vampire. <laughs> Yay, let's get homophobia in there too, shall we? Why not? Just check it, right in. It's okay he was a vampire, that's fine. But <laughs> gay. Ooh. God hates gay vampires. He's fine with vampires. But <laughs> Is that a vampire who bites other vampires? <laughs> if they're male, they're both male. <laughs> yeah. Scott stopped laughing and studied his drunk younger brother. There was no smell of fear. Because uh, Chip uses links, that's why. It's yeah. Africa, so... And so is, is, is 
Chip scared of Queen of the Damned? Like, is that why he, he should be fair? <laughs> no, he's scared of all the gay vampires. Oh, of course. Yeah, because he's homophobic, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he ushered Chip into the front door, into what would have been the reception part at one point. It was dark for a change. I was like, hey, but anyway, in the actual <laughs> narrative. Even in the darkest of environments, ninjas could channel their senses and adapt like a badger. Chip felt numerous vampires in the room. Were they, like, grabbing his butt at this time? Was, oh, get off me, gang vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're back with the incest. Yeah. So, where's your room? <laughs> that was definitely the intended delivery for that line as well. <laughs> he turned around and saw Scott in full vamp mode. Fangs and all. I mean, if he was in vamp mode, then surely you'd expect fangs, wouldn't you? I, I, haven't we already said this, like... Uh, full vamp mode what's half vamp mode is there a quarter vamp mode <laughs> you're only wearing like part of a cloak or something or <laughs> you're only a little bit of a gay vampire <laughs> like you know just sort of by curious maybe yeah yeah <laughs> wow when did you get so ugly Scott was surprised most people were quivering in fear at that moment he growled the way only vampires could yet still no reaction from Chip <laughs> I like to think that it's just a really stupid growl. Like, instead of being menacing, it's just like... (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, if I uh, was trying to sleep with my undead brother and he did that to me, I would probably quiver in fear. Or arousal. (laughs) From the top of the stairs, another vampire leapt and landed right behind Chip. He exploded in a cloud of dust as Chip whipped round and delivered the stake straight through its heart. Yes, finally some violence and fighting. (laughs) Just a guess, but you've seen this kind of thing before, right? Said Scott. Long story, replied Chip. If I was two ninjas, friends would get kidnapped and the dead master. Are we going to fight now? Scott started to step forward. Slowly. Chip didn't move an inch, just spoke. You know, you always used to beat me when we were kids. No, let's see what's going to happen. I was like, think, is, not play fighting, just straight up beat him up. <laughs> This is getting tense now. The brothers mm. are going to fight, or are they going to fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Emerson kicked the door down. He didn't have to, but it was half open. But intimidation was always a good start. He saw Chip and Scott about 50 yards in front of him, and Scott was a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Again, with your, your thing on it. 50 yards. Is it going to be you? like the gate that's 200 metres long? 45. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a distance. It's quite really? a big reception area, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. like a abandoned motel. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite impressive you can see Scott's a vampire from that distance, but I guess you've got all your ninja sensors, haven't you? So. I've got some binoculars with me. <laughs> ninja binoculars. <laughs> Four other vampires walked out from the shadows and stood in front of him. Yeah, I'm not going to interfere in that business. <laughs> Said a gothic-looking one, but now I'm like, should that say a golem-looking one? <laughs> you are going to die. Said a more more gothic looking vamp. Well, he was that was quite gothic the way you, you said that, and he is the more gothic one. So <laughs> I really hope these characters don't die and they like have their own little spin off where it's like <laughs> Gollum and the Goth vampires. <laughs> MC smiled. Come get some. Thank you, Army of Darkness. <laughs> I like to think he just said that straight afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Scott pounced. Chip sidestepped, letting his brother fly into the reception desk. He regained his composure and tried to attack again. Chip caught his attempted right hand and threw him to the ground. Chip noticed MC had drawn the other vamps that were in the building out into the street where there was more room to fight. 
Scott tried to get up, but Chip pushed him back down. His knees resting on Scott's shoulders. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stake raised high above his head. But Is then, that what you call it? <laughs> if my knees are on his shoulders, surely I'm sitting across his heart, so... I don't know, there's some weird Kama Sutra shit going on. <laughs> in the background, Chip noticed a vampire turned to dust by a handy piece of wood laying in the street. MC had the other three to deal with. He still had time. Scott was confused. How come he didn't feel this strength and goodness in Chip before? <laughs> Why? <laughs> How could he not feel the goodness of Chip before, MC? How could he not? The goodness! The goodness in Chip, MC! How did he not feel it? He was too busy feeling in Chip before. <laughs> Vampires could usually sense when they were in danger. <laughs> Even now, with a stake being held ab- above him, ready for deployment into his heart, Scott still didn't feel danger. This is, is a bit sexy, isn't it? Is this though? Is is that Spider-Man or is it vampires? Like you seem to be saying that <laughs> vampires have some sort of spider sense. Vampire sense. Instead, all he could sense was the sick and pathetic good Chip had done in the past and the person he had become. This is a weird, like, power for a vampire to have. Uh huh. They can sense the good deeds that a person has done. Some sort of magic detect evil thing. I guess. It's like, oh, he's good. We won't go and hang out with him. What a nerd. (laughs) Only Scott could feel all that dwindling in his brother's soul. He'd come to Tokyo to sire Chip, but it seemed he didn't have to. He looked deep into Chip's eyes and waited. A brief pause seemed like an age. Then Chip spoke. Get the hell out of here. He stood up and went over to where MC was fighting one more vamp. Scott picked himself up and ran to the back entrance of the building fleeing into the night. Chip staked the last vamp, and it was over. At least on paper. MC drove Chip back to the mansion. It was 3.30am when they got home. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, so it takes 14 minutes to drive home. Yep. Uh, they got uh, into Tokyo at 2.30. <laughs> so therefore, it took the 1 hour and 16 minutes to fight the vampires. Uh, oh, wait. No, 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 sorry. 44 minutes? 46 minutes. I, I've See, lost this is why I plan it out, so you know where you are. Yeah, it's true. Times. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they went for a McDonald's or something on the way home. Oh, I don't know. that's it true, that's stated. true. It was 3.30am when they got home. It had been a long day. Yeah, no shit. Like, Jay got kidnapped and then Scott had turned <laughs> out. Like, a lot has happened. And run out sugar. <laughs> got drunk. Four pints and two shots. MC learned about vaginas, apparently. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> That's what they are. Oh, shit. <laughs> MC, Chip, Louise and Jay all thought before they fell asleep that there would be plenty more to come. And oh. so ends the saga known as family. I, what it makes me think of, um, the bit about uh, Chip letting Scott go, is once you maybe write down in a, on a piece of paper, <laughs> if, if Chip ever turns evil, I have to kill him. And you were... <laughs> You were quite adamant about me getting me to agree to it as well. Mm. Well, so, yeah, because it could be so easy to wuss out of that. So you know, exactly. I to be sure. I admire that. I admire that. Um, but yeah, some some hints there with because Scott, with all his like vampire spider senses, sensed mm-hmm. the goodness in Chip. Mm. Then also, I guess the darkness that might be lingering inside him. Did he? Yeah, because oh, oh. blah 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 blah. Because he came to Tokyo to sire Chip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he was like, ooh, I don't have to because of some reason. Yes, so there's potential badness in Chip's soul. 
Yes, there is. Yes. Uh, which yeah, is it says character development. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bit. Only Scott could feel all that dwindling in his brother's soul. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah. Is, is it all happening in this moment, or is it something that's been dormant, laying there, or what? What's going on? Oh, I think it's something to do with the school and the dead kids. Oh, you're right. Yes, because like I think it was in the last episode where Chip was splashing cold water on his face because <laughs> <laughs> he was all like oh, I'm just going to think about my brother about having a drink with my brother so yeah I think you're right uh-huh. I don't know how I don't know this I wrote the fucking thing but <laughs> yes I think you're right <laughs> uh, so yeah there's nothing like a bunch of dead kids to turn you evil it seems yeah in many ways <laughs> <laughs> well we've only got uh, well, I mean, there's two more episodes left in this season. They'll probably mm-hmm. be broken down into a couple of parts as well because of right. their length. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens in episode nine, which is called Prophecy Ninja. And I'm pretty sure prophecy is spelled incorrectly. 